This is Michael, you're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. I want to move over to the right side of the cash flow quadrant as quickly and efficiently as I possibly can, right? I want to go from being an employee or self-employed to being a business owner and investor as quickly and as easily as possible. That's the goal in order to then free myself financially, as well as to free my time and my location. And working as a business owner and investor is the best and quickest way to do that. So I want to tell you guys a story about me. And I think a lot of you will be able to relate. Now, when I first kind of started off um, down this path of schooling and work that really was laid out for me, you know, I was, I was still um, kind of following the pack, right? I was just doing what I was told. I was following the steps that had been laid out for me. My initial goal was to ascend the corporate ladder, right? Not because I wanted to, not because I was particularly passionate about being a marketer out in the world or getting the next pay grade raise or a promotion. Although until my awakening, that's what I thought I wanted. Like so many of us, that is the most tempting path. And that's really the easiest path. And it's the path that we default into when we have a, a mindset as an employee, but not as a business owner or an investor, because those mindsets, which are very different and distinct from the mindset of an employee, are simply not taught in the school system as we know it. They're not taught in business school. They're not taught in high school. They're not taught in a finance class. Okay, You need to seek out this knowledge. You need to seek out leaders and teachers and coaches, books, and you know what, whatever uh, you resonate with to really expand the way you view what you want in your life. And so I actually started to realize as I woke up, I had like a second awakening after my spiritual awakening that was really revolved around career and finance. Um, I realized I didn't want to just follow that linear trajectory of high school to college, go to college to get a safe and secure job, to get a promotion, to then get a higher paying job in a couple of years so that you can ultimately retire at 65 with a pension and a 401k, which you might live off of for, I don't know, 15 or 20 years until you die. Um, with this mindset and with this trajectory, your earning potential is capped and there is a ceiling for your evolution and for your growth. This is a path that most of us get set on unbeknownst to us, right? It's we follow what we're told to do. And being a good little employee follows in that vein. It teaches you to take orders, to listen to others, and to follow the, quote, safe and secure path. But I realized the more I learned and expanded my context about what was possible, that I actually didn't resonate with that as I once did or as I thought I once did. Instead, as I read, as I absorbed knowledge, as I sought out leaders and gurus and books into my life, my new goal, which I found, was to instead take mini vacations throughout my life. It was to retire very quickly. My goal now is to retire by 2023 with enough passive income from my investments to cover my expenses. This is not a far off dream, 
This is not something that is reserved for only a few, but not achievable to the masses. This is possible for everybody, but it it's all around career conditioning, money mindset, and a willingness to be brave and to be creative. And I'll get to that in a moment. So I mentioned a kind of changing our relationship to money. This is not a process that happens overnight. This is going to take time. This is going to take inner work. And this is going to take a lot of examining of your own shadow, right? And it's going to require that you look at everything from the way you were raised to the belief systems that penetrate your family lineage to the karmic patterns being played out within your family, within your town, within your society as well as for you to take a good hard look at your past, at your education, and then at your future, and to say, what do I really want for myself? Well, as part of that process of reevaluating who you want to be, where you want to be in 5, 10, 15 years, if it's not at a desk job working for some entity, taking orders from a boss, then it's going to require you to do a lot of work around your money mindset. Now, I'm not perfect with this yet. I still have a lot of work to do myself, but I can tell you, I've had to make so many distinct shifts within what I believe to be true about money to even get to where I'm at now. And where I'm at now, I'll be honest and frank with you guys. I'll share in a few moments. You know, I'm still in the process of making investments. I'm still in the process of building up and putting that foundation in place to where I want to be. I'm not there yet in this now moment, but I'm there in my mind. Time just has to catch up, right? That's got to be your mindset. Here's a quote from Robert Kiyosaki. He said, $1.4 trillion flies around the world every day looking for somebody who wants it. It's looking for someone who knows how to take care of it, nurture it, and grow it. If you know how to take care of money, money will flock to you and be thrown at you. People will beg you to take it. But if you don't know how to care for money, money will stay away from you. I now think about cash as a consciousness. I think about money as a consciousness. Money is a flowing stream of energy that I can visualize in my mind, that I have the ability to tap into. I view it as a frequency, a neutral frequency. It's neither good nor bad. It's simply a form of energy exchange that we have agreed to as humans, okay? But the problem is, is that we're born into this dream spell indoctrinating us into a money belief system. So I want you to get away from thinking about money as this tangible thing. And instead, think about it as an invisible or non-physical stream of consciousness that wants to come to you, okay? There are four steps to mastering your money mindset. Look at what belief systems and fears you hold around money. Always feel abundant rather than in lack. Be grateful for every purchase or expense that you make. And then number four, and I'm going to get into this more in a moment, start investing in things that will make you more money. Now, I'm not going to go too far into this in this lesson, but it is worth acknowledging so that we understand how money works on a global scale before we can understand how we can really tap into that and own our own little sphere within our own little slice of that world, okay? Yes, so we are born as, quote, debt slaves. Things may be changing going forward. I hope that they do. But for now, like it or not, we are sort of at the bottom of the totem pole, right? If you've seen that triangle of the way that the world's wealth and uh, economic structures are set up, right? You have the financial elite at the top. You've got all the banks and the institutions below them, okay? You've got the corporatocracy. You've got the corporations below them, okay? Then you've got the various kind of like branches of the intergovernmental and even uh, non-governmental organizations below them. And below that, you've got the people, the planet, and all living things, okay? Now, once you have the knowledge and you understand what's going on, it's about deciding what you want to do with it. 
again, a lot of us upon awakening, we tend to feel very angry and we feel enraged when we find out just to what extent we have been lied to, manipulated, controlled, and deceived when it comes to the financial system on the planet, okay? But I want you to channel that. I want you to transmute that rage and that anger. I want you to transmute those feelings of unfairness, and it is unfair. Let's acknowledge that, right? It is unfair. Things have been set up so that it is hard. They want it to be hard for you to even understand what's going on, let alone to break out of it. But that's why financial literacy and financial education is so damn important because you're going to remain a debt slave as long as you stay glued to those old belief systems, those old mindsets, and those old trajectories that have told you you have to work hard for your money, that you have to rely on a paycheck, and that you have to succumb to working a wage or labor job in order to make money. You simply do not, all right? So the purchasing power of the U.S. dollar has gone from $96, I'm sorry, 96% to 4%. Okay, since we moved off the gold standard. Since we did that and the Fed started printing money just willy-nilly, the value of the dollar has essentially been lost. Okay, we're seeing inflation rates at an all-time high as I record this in January of 2022. And that means that savers are losers. People that are holding on to their cash or storing their cash in the banks, even worse, are really the ones who are in the most danger and who are risking the most, okay? Because you're putting your belief in the value of that currency in the hands of a select few and a, a cartel, a banking cartel that is in itself corrupt, okay? Central banks do not have the physical gold they pretend to have. As of right now, I think if there was a rush on the banks, I heard that they would only have 3% of all the cash that we have in our accounts or that we are promised, okay? It's all made up. It's Fugazi. It's not real, okay? Only 8% of the world's currency is physical money. The rest only exists digitally. It's digits on a screen. Now, I've heard a lot about this quantum financial system, that it may replace today's outdated and illegal or unlawful central banking system where money is created out of thin air. We're seeing the rise of cryptocurrency. I think it's TBD in terms of whether crypto is a white or black hat, black hat operation. That remains to be seen, but there is an opportunity to sort of get in before we get out. I think it is a huge opportunity. I think it's risky. I think it is um, it's very volatile, right? I'm feeling that myself, but I would absolutely recommend ex at least experimenting and getting involved as much as you feel comfortable, okay? Because it is a big opportunity. So I think in terms of the future, right, that's what we're kind of looking at. That's where we're headed. Um, I think there will be a, a sort of economic reset. I think we are going to be moving to a one world currency. And I think that will be a digital currency uh, here within the next two, three, four years. But again, the value of your own knowledge and your own financial education is going to outweigh all of that, no matter what happens in the world. It's all about you and what you decide to do with your energy, right? Money is a form of energy. How are you going to distribute that? How are you going to diversify that energy? How are you going to invest that energy to create the life of your dreams? That's what this is about. That's what this master course is really about, guys. Okay. So with that being said, I'm going to move on to a discussion called invest in assets, use other people's money and build businesses. All right. It's no longer about saving money in a flawed system. Okay. The people who are most worried about money are those playing by the old rules. The old rules <laughs> tell us to save money. It tells us to store our money in the bank 
and to let interest do its thing or to invest our money in the stock market, right? The problem is that the US government is printing money faster than ever, okay? Saving money is just another way that the government takes your money, okay? You're literally, you're giving your energy to a flawed, faulty, corrupt system that is a, a time bomb that is about to explode. So the new rule is to spend, don't save. But when I say spend, don't spend on things, spend on cash flow investments that will give you more money, right? In the new rules, it's more important that you know how to spend your money, not just earn or save it, okay? So people that spend their money wisely will always be more prosperous than those that save their money wisely, especially going forward, okay? Now, when I say spend wisely, again, I mean invest or convert your money into long-lasting value. The rich understand that in today's economy, you cannot become wealthy by sticking your money under a mattress or worse, in a bank. Okay? They know the key to wealth is investing in cash-flowing assets. So today, you need to know how to spend your money on assets that retain their value, provide income, adjust for inflation, and go up in value, right? So that leads me into a discussion of assets versus liabilities. Now, another thing that Robert Kiyosaki said that I love is that the difference between the poor, the middle class, and the rich is that the poor spend their money, spend what little money they have on liabilities. The middle class spends their money on liabilities that they think are assets, and the rich spend their money on assets that make them more money. It's as simple as that, right? The name of the game of capitalism is who is indebted to whom. Assets put cash in your pocket while liabilities take it, okay? If anything is taking money from your pocket on a monthly basis, it doesn't matter what it is, then it's a liability. Car payments, loans, a mortgage, groceries, we, yeah, some of these things are necessary and we need some of these things, right? We think we need some of these things to survive, but they're all liabilities, okay? If it's not generating income through positive cash flow, you have a liability. So learn to invest in assets that put cash in your pocket and turn those liabilities into assets. Now, when you look at the income statement of, quote, a poor person, for example, you have a job that is providing the income through a salary, a fixed salary. And that directly goes into their expense column. There is no investing. There is no asset management. There is no um, purchasing of other money-making um, uh, networks or investments or anything like that. They're just spending uh, expenses on their taxes, right? On rent, on food, transportation, clothes, whatever the case is. Now, the middle class looks a little bit different. You have a job that is providing income through a salary, the, the middle class then spends that a good portion of that income on their liabilities like mortgages, car loans, credit card debt, uh, school loans, before they then have uh, their expenses, which is taxes, again, mortgage payments, car payments, credit card payments, uh, school loans, and all of that. They have a little bit of disposable income, which they often, uh, up to this point, traditionally have taken and invested into things like the stock market or into bonds or into uh, whatever, 401k, right? But the rich, on the other hand, they have assets. They don't have a job, okay? They have assets like property, uh, intellectual property, um, maybe stocks and bonds, real estate, okay? These types of assets that are then providing them income, okay? Through their rental income, through dividends, through interest, and through royalties that then enable them to reinvest those funds to then become more rich, right? Okay? So that's the difference between assets and liabilities, guys. Now, 
most, let's talk about what you can do, right? Because you don't have to be rich to make more money. You don't have to have a lot of money to make more money. These are all faulty, flawed, negative belief systems that so, so many of us hold. And that when I hear people talking about it, it makes me sad because I can tell they don't have financial literacy. They haven't done that inner work yet, okay? Most people think that the only way to become rich is by using their own money to buy assets like houses, apartment complex, complexes, or, or whatever, okay? This is your biggest mistake. Eventually, we're all going to run out of our own money. It doesn't matter if you have a million dollars, $10 million, or $100 million. You need to learn to use other people's money, and that's the real secret to busting loose from the money game, is using OPM, other people's money, via credit, debt, fundraising, and investors. The way to get rich is to do the opposite of everything that we've been told, right? It's to do, it's, it's to divert, it's step out of line, it's to start thinking differently and expand your contacts. That's really what I want you guys to get from this, okay? So you actually want to go into as much good debt as possible, not just debt, but good debt. What is good debt? Good debt is anything that's gonna allow you to start creating cash flow from your investment. So for example, real estate, right? You can, for example, buy a piece of property, right? Make a 10% down payment or 20% down payment of let's just say $20,000 on a condo selling for $200,000 and then rent out the condo or do short-term leasing using Airbnb to create immediate cash flow. Now, once you start to understand the way that all of this works, what you're starting to see and what you're starting to do is to use the Fugazi money, to use the fake money, the confetti money that's being printed by the government to create real cold, hard cash in your pocket, okay? You can buy, say, a unique little home in an exciting in-demand area of town using a small down payment and a 30-year fixed mortgage and then rent out the home for a monthly profit, right? And if people are traveling a lot, right, then that's when you just want to focus on like Airbnb. If people are traveling for whatever reason, that's when you want to go for the long-term play, right? Start renting it out to tenants, okay? Now, I'm going to say this again because it's so important. Create real money from the government's fake money. Use other people's money, like debt through bank loans and through credit. The more credit you have access to, man, that's going to be a game changer. And for me, I'm actually in the process of repairing my credit because it was bad. Because of I had a bad relationship to money. I had a bad money mindset, especially before I woke up. And I just didn't care about credit. I didn't care about building credit. I didn't see the point. I didn't understand why I would need it later in life. And so now at 30 years old, I'm in a position where I'm like, oh shit, I need credit. I need credit to go ahead and go buy a piece of real estate to then provide me cash flow, but I don't have any. So right now I'm working with my coach Nicholas to repair my credit so that I'm able to go and use other people's money in excess to create real cold, hard cash in my pocket, okay? I don't want anyone else to, to that's receiving this information to be in that position, all right? And if you are, not all is lost, like it's okay, all right? Get to work on fixing it, all right? Start working on your beliefs, your money mindset, start collecting knowledge, start reading Robert Kiyosaki's books like I'm talking about, right? Start fixing your credit, start taking action on all of these fronts to then put yourself in a position where, all right, at the end of 2022, like I'm ready to hit the ground running, I've saved up X amount, my credit's good, I have the knowledge, now I just gotta go execute. That's what it's about, right? Let's talk about fundraising, right? You can use a friend, you can do a friends and family round, uh, plus use fundraising tools that are all over the internet, like Kickstarter, GoFundMe, or Greenpeace, which 
allows you to raise money, particularly for your own kind of like startup business, right? Or if you're working on a product that's going to require funds to uh, to build, like there are so many ways that you can get investors, that you can get access to funds in excess that you none of us have in our bank account. Like nobody just has 50K or 100K laying around, right? You got to go create it. Got to go create it using the mechanics of reality creation, positioning yourself, coming in with the right energy, doing the research, committing to the universe that there's no way you're not going to succeed at this, finding a way when there is no way, all right? Finding a way, making a way, carving your way when before you may have just laid down or you may have said, I can't, I don't have, I'm not able to. Any of those negations, right? No, I want you to, to cut those out of your vocabulary, cut those out of your, your mentality and out of your heart space going into 2022. It's all about how can I make the investment? How can I? How can I afford it? It's not I can't afford it. How can I? How can I make it happen, all right? That's the mindset that I want you to shift into and that I want you to focus on shifting into. And I'm going to provide you guys with a, actually two guided meditations as part of this, um, this module that are going to help you to make that shift, all right? It's really, really important to make, okay? And you can also find investors or venture, venture capitalists to fund your project or to fund your startup business. Yes, you will need to do a lot of work on the back end, right? You're going to need to become a really good presenter. You're going to have to understand how to do research and connect with people and build meaningful relationships using all the other tools that I'm teaching you guys as part of this course, okay? And then put together a business case and then outline expected returns. And as long as you can do those things, there's no reason that anyone would not want to invest in you and especially in your project. Because at the end of the day, money talks and bullshit walks. So they're looking at the project, right? They're looking at the piece of real estate. They're looking at the business and at the numbers before uh, they make that investment. And as the determining factor, if they make that investment, if you've got a good solid business plan, a strategy and an idea that you can prove is going to provide returns, then you're going to have money again, flocking into you. You're going to have people coming at you. You're going to have so much opportunity at your doorstep. Okay. Creating multiple streams of conscious cash flow. Now, it's kind of a theme that I've been alluding to throughout this entire presentation. And when I recognized and realized that the average millionaire has seven income streams, my mind was just like blown. I was like, holy shit, I can have more income than just this one linear paycheck from a job, from a day job. I was like, there's more ways to make money. And all of these like downloads started coming in, these thought explosions happening. I was like, I need to get to work. I can, I can create this. I can create a better life for myself. I can actually create financial freedom. It's not so far away, right? And I'm looking at this and I'm like, what else do I have to do? Well, I got to learn all the different ways to make, to make money, to create it in my reality. And then I have to look at how I can, can attract those, what I need, the right opportunities, the right people. And I knew the right opportunities would show up at my doorstep and they have, and it's an ongoing process. The more knowledge you collect, the more you expand your context, the more those opportunities are just going to fly right at you, right? So what are those seven ways? You've earned income, working a day job. Earned income is the highest taxed, okay? You have profit income, being an entrepreneur. Actually, those who are self-employed, people that think it's so cool to be self-employed, to be only an entrepreneur where you own your job. Yeah, you're not owned to buy a job, but your job needs you to be present in order to do it. And you are the highest taxed. So self-employed is actually the highest, uh, the highest taxed of all the different ways to make money. Okay. You have interest income, which is lending money, okay, and then making interest on that, that money that you've lended. You have dividend income or owning stocks. You have rental income, renting space or real estate, capital income, appreciation of assets, which again you'll pay taxes on once you sell. And then royalties, recurring income from people buying your work. 
I've included more empowering principles, values, and affirmations on this slide that course participants can see. You guys on the live are not able to see my computer screen, obviously, but I'm going to read. I'll just read a few of these because I think they're so powerful. And now, hopefully, your mind is starting to shift, right? You're starting to really uh, find yourself on a new frequency of thinking and of being when it comes to money, when it comes to lifestyle, and then uh, uh, managing and diversifying and investing your money energy in a way that's going to align with what you want, okay? So let me just read a couple of these. I plan on taking many retirements that excite me throughout my life in lieu of turning 65, reliant on a pension, a 401k, and rotting like a raisin under the Florida sun. When I'm 65, I'll be so in love with my healing purpose that work will still be play and I will be more full of life than ever. I do not desire to have a job. I want to own a system and invest in other people's systems, which bothered me as little as possible while supplying autopilot money energy into my bank account. My multiple owned assets run autonomously, providing me continuous abundance to fund the 5D freedom-based life lifestyle that I want to live. I will never succumb to making a living on earned income alone. This is a slave's deal. It's the highest tax, and I personally have to work for it. There's next to no leverage and absolutely no possibility for residual value. I am overcoming flawed beliefs that lavish living is only for materialistic people. I deserve to live richly. I was born to take the road less traveled and live life completely on my terms, traveling the world and enjoying the finer things in life. My willingness to take action and invest in opportunities I feel intellectually, intuitively aligned with will result in my complete freedom from all constraint. Through the continuous creation of passive and residual income streams, I am moving from the left side of the cash flow quadrant as an employee or self-employed entrepreneur to the right side as a business owner and investor so that I never have to work for anyone. The idea as an investor and even as a business owner, to a large extent, is to make money work for you instead of working for money. And it really is that simple, okay? You don't have to work for money. You can make money work for you, okay? By putting it into systems that you've built called businesses or by investing it in other people's systems that are working and that are creating abundance as an investor, right? So residual income and linear income is where you're gonna find financial leverage. There's no leverage in linear income e.g. a paycheck or a, an hourly or even salary wage job, right? It's all about creating leverage through creating or doing something one time and then creating a stream, a, down, a down, downstream, like a waterfall, where you can continue to make money from that investment over time that requires very little to no maintenance from you. Your income is not dependent on your presence as an investor. There is no cap. There is no ceiling as an investor, right? But as an employee, you have a job. In fact, you're owned by your job. You're working, making an exchange time for money. There is no leverage. Even as a self-employed individual, like a freelancer, okay? Yeah, you're not being told what to do by a boss. You're your own boss. A lot of people think this is so cool, but they don't realize that their job owns them. They need to be present to do their job, okay? Yeah, they're still making that time for money trade, and they still have no leverage, okay? You're starting over every day at zero, and your cap is only so high. Okay. You want to start thinking about opportunities, businesses, and things that you can create at scale, that you can automate at scale, that you can only do one time, and then create, again, that waterfall of what's called residual income as a business owner and as an investor. 
all right? As a business owner, you do things, you're maybe like 1% of the equation times 100, given your systems, your employees, and the various components of your business that provide you income, all right? It's you times the people that you are, um, that you're managing, that work for you, that are creating income for you, right? And then again, as an investor, it's simply where you sit back and you watch that money work for you, okay? And that's where we all want to get to as quickly as we possibly can. It's not just about making blind investments. It's not just about, you know, putting your money in the stock market anymore. I mentioned I don't, right, I'm going to get to this in one second. Actually, let's just go into it right now. I, uh, I sold everything that I had in the stock market about six months ago, partly so that I can make another passive cash flow investment, and partly because I don't trust the government and I don't trust uh, the value of the dollar. I think it's going to crash. Um, within the next couple of years. And I don't want my money in the bank and I don't want it in the stock market, which is tied to the US dollar. So I'm gonna give you guys a glimpse into my portfolio and my strategy moving into 2022 and for the rest of my life, okay? So what I have at the very core is my goal. My goal is time, location, and financial freedom. Let me show you guys. I'm sharing this with everybody because I want you guys to, to just to see this and to, Think about what you can do for yourself, right? Like, so when I think about my goal, I always put my goal at the center, right? So what do you want? How are you going to create systems, investments, uh, teams, businesses, and structures that can feed into that, right? So that's like symbolized by the arrows and then the multiple things that I'm, you know, I'm working to build or that I've already got going on, all right? So I'm going to walk you guys through these. So the online course, right, that you're either taking or that you've heard me reference in this, in this live, I create that one time and then... It's just pure residual income because I can sell it as many times as I want without a very minimal maintenance and work that goes into it after that initial creation, right? Sorry, this is a little bit blurry here, okay? Then I've got the common water business. This is a network marketing business that is residual income once you build out a team of distributors with you or under you, okay? So this network marketing is an awesome way to create value in the world and then to create financial leverage for yourself, especially once you build out a team. And the thing with network marketing, I just want to throw in that I see so many people kind of doing is they're getting involved in low ticket network, network marketing, right? The essential oils, the potions, the, the, um, like the, the foods and um, the supplements and all of that. Like, that's great. Yes. You could still make money there. You can even make a lot, but it's, it works more like a pyramid pyramid scheme with those things because it requires that you kind of get lucky in a sense, and maybe that's just a belief system that I hold because I am so committed to high ticket uh, network marketing, like with my comedy business, but, you know, I, I'd rather work hard to make one sale where I'm going to make a check of $1,000 for comedy than work hard to make 100 sales to make that same $1,000 with an essential oil. That's what it comes down to, okay? I've got an Amazon automation store, completely passive on my end, right? Completely done for you that I made this investment about five or six months ago with Rico at Roughnecks Ecom, okay? 30K investment upfront for his services. And then I have a little bit of operational capital set aside, right? Which is gonna uh, essentially provide them with the funds to buy products for the store. Again, completely hands-off and it's gonna be completely passive once it gets going and once I begin to extract my profits from the store, which I plan on doing um, I'm going to give it at least a year. So September, October next year at the earliest, right? I got one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay. That is, I'm working hard for that money, right? It's a one-to-one -one exchange, but I do it because I love it. 
right? So there's nothing harder with a day job or work or with wage or salary labor if you love it and if you're leveraging it as just one component of your overall strategy. Ebooks, donations, sponsor posts, right? This is kind of like one-off stuff. I create it or I do it once and it puts a little bit of cash in my pocket, right? Definitely not a big source of income, but it's something. Airbnb rental arbitrage, working on building this business as we speak. This is going to be passive income tied to real estate, right? So leasing out units and then marketing them as corporate housing, uh, mainly through uh, Airbnb and a number of different um, third-party marketplaces, okay? All right, and then we have the day, the day job, right, which I mentioned should just be one piece of this. I'm not saying to go quit your job right now. I'm saying to leverage your job to, to provide funds for the life that you want to live and more importantly, the investments that you want to make. And my plan as of right now, guys, is to actually take that 401k that I've built for myself and to leverage it, right? So I'm planning on using this for a principal residence purchase where I'm going to take it and use it as a down payment for a real estate property, okay? Now, this is like my wheel. This is like my, my little kind of my little world, my little finance world where I'm trying to create and I will create the reality of my dreams, which is at the core there, time, location, and financial freedom. I'm not going to go too in-depth into this, but I think real estate is just such a goldmine right now, especially depending where, where you live um, and what type of work you're looking at when it comes to real estate. But the reason that real estate is so, um, honestly, like it's so safe, it's, it's a relatively safe investment and a safe bet is because it provides liquid, liquid cash. Um, it is something that's going to retain and appreciate its value over time. And it's something that you can see titled with your hands, so to speak, as opposed to something as ephemeral um, as like cryptocurrency or certainly um, putting your money in the bank, all right? Plus with real estate, there are ways that you can like kind of like roll over your profits to um, avoid taxation in certain ways, okay? And I'm not gonna get into that too much in this course, but yeah, you can essentially uh, eliminate taxes by using uh, codes and regulations and like uh, legal standards that allow you to do that within real estate, all right? So when it comes to tax, like the goal isn't to evade or escape at all, it's simply to eliminate. Um, and it's the trick then is to minimize your taxable income. So as you make more and more over the years and invest it into other businesses, basically your accountant should be able to find deductions um, and to do like tax credits and so on and, and use these codes that are specific to real estate that allow you to just reinvest your profits and other properties to basically avoid taxes and to continue to get loans and use other people's money as debt to again, create real cash flow in your pocket. In a nutshell, guys, that is going to do it for this mini money masterclass from me, Michael. <laughs> I hope that this all helps to activate something within you. I hope that it resonates and I hope that it uh, helps you in some small way reframe your relationship to, to money, to career, to the lifestyle that you want, and then to strategizing and feeling excited about how you're going to get there. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is on sale now. Grab your copy by visiting my website or tapping the link in the episode description. I also just released the online learning portal, which expands on what I share in the book. This includes four hours of edited, captioned video tutorials and trainings, plus dozens of downloadables and templates. Between the book and the eAcademy, you're going to be equipped to literally blow your revenue targets out of the water and eviscerate your competition this year, all by putting content at the core. 
please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, comment, and share all the things and hit me up on LinkedIn. If you'd like to connect, I am here to serve you and that's it. I will see you in the next episode.